Welcome back to Journal Updated, a podcast about video games. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Molly. Hi. Hi. Um, you know, it's time for the pod. There, there's there's a road there's a road ahead of you. Uh huh. You have to walk it alone. Yeah. This is that Green Day album. Yeah, but it's it's gonna. It's gonna get a little racist in the middle. <laughs> it's gonna get really racist in the middle, but only for like if you ch- if you so choose, only for like an hour. Uh, there will be zero incentive to make it longer than an hour twenty. No, <laughs> no, there will um, not. And uh, but then then you'll get to some good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. We are here to talk about primarily the Fallout New Vegas DLCs, yes. which are Dead Money, Honest Hearts, Old World Blues, and Lonesome Road. But this month was not a lonesome road when it comes to playing video games. All right, yeah, sure. So, what did you play this month? Uh, uh Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf. Fortress. I played Dwarf Fortress. I can't. How long has it been since we did one of these? Was I playing Dwarf Fortress last time we did one of these? I think you had started. Yeah, I think I maybe had just started messing with it. Because uh, I game, was listening to yeah. you talk about your anvil, and that oh was, my really expensive anvil. Yeah, that was post playing Dead Money. Yeah, that was like two forts ago. Yeah, so give us a little Dwarf update. Well, if I was post-playing Dead Money, then I haven't talked about Dwarf Fortress on this podcast. Well, you definitely mentioned it, I think. Okay, well... Regardless. Uh, I, I don't have like a ton to say about Dwarf Fortress. I think that thing is really cool. Um, it is constantly overwhelming. I wish I understood it better. Um, but the game does not like help you with that. <laughs> So mm-hmm. you kind of just have to fumble around. Um, I've like watched some tutorial video stuff now, so I have like the basics, the basic ideas down. Um, but when it comes to like micromanaging guys, it's a lot harder. Um, so I still really enjoy that game. I love seeing it anytime somebody is playing it. I think it's one of the most incredible like story creators. Uh, out yeah. there, I it it's an incredible game. Um, highly recommend fucking around with it. Um, I finished. Sorry, a big car went by. Um, I finished uh, playing Harvestella. Um, I'm pretty sure I finished that last time, or at least talked about it a little bit. I wrapped that up. That's a fun little game. If you uh, see it on sale for like thirty bucks, that's probably about what it's worth. If you wanted to try it. I would not pay the 60 for it, um, even though I put a lot of hours into it and had a good time. Uh, it's just not 
the, the value is not there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I played? I got I started a new file in Hades. I'm playing Hades again since they announced Hades two. Um, and that game is still good. Um, I think the second time around, now that I have like played it before and come back to it, um, it's definitely like lost a lot of the shine because because I you know I know everything right like there's there's always right. that part of it. Um, that story is so mid. Like, <laughs> I the more I think about it, the more I think Super Giant's bad at writing. <laughs> I don't think they're very really? good at it. I always felt that their best story was the one with the least details in it. <laughs> so maybe yep. I'm on the same page. Yeah, I don't think they're very good at this. <laughs> I um, really liked Transistor, and I thought it was really evocative. And maybe that's why I liked it. Transistor sure like is Pyre. vibes only. Yeah. Um, Transistor, I'm not like a huge fan of, but that's just because I don't like that type of game as much. I hate the... redheads with swords. Yeah, that's so true. I hate that. That's my least favorite <laughs> thing in the world. Um, and, uh, God, yeah, Pyre's abysmal. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm tentatively excited for Hades 2. I want to see new weapons and new boons and stuff like that. That's, that's when it comes down to it. That gameplay loop is still really tight and I still like it a lot. So, I've been playing that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I have started playing Ender Lilies, which is the abnormal mapping game this month. Um, so I will, uh, I have been playing it. It's fine. I think <laughs> that game, that game is, is similar fine. similar to that other game that I was playing that you watched me play? Oh, uh, if I, if it's the Ghost one where song? you spent like 400 hours trying to kill that one guy. It was like 20 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. So it, uh, I don't know. You didn't play enough of that game for me to know what it is. <laughs> I mostly watched you try to kill that one guy. I got him. Eventually you did get him. And then he respawned. Yeah, but he dropped a gun. Yeah, that's true. Um... Uh, I don't know. I it's hard to say. Um, I'm having I'm having a decent enough time. I just got the big mace, uh, and so it does a lot more damage than the sword does, and I like it better. Except you can't use it underwater, uh, which sucks. Don't care for that. How much water is in this game? Enough. Okay. Yeah. And I think I think that's the video games. I've mostly been like going back and forth between. Dwarf Fortress and something more active uh, than that, um, which has been, uh, in this case, Hades and Ender Lilies. I haven't had much else going on. I guess I'm just waiting for video games to happen this year in 2023. (laughs) For some people, they have already started. For who? For people who play things like the Callisto Protocol. That came out in 2022. 2022 type video game yes it did it is only january 3rd it's not possible for that game to have come out this year okay well listen uh i looked at that man that game looks like shit man i don't know looks bad don't care for it not gonna try it more interested in the dead space remake than the callisto protocol (laughs) somehow did not expect this turn no nobody could have uh, yeah, do you, Nora, would you like to tell me about any video? I have no idea what you've been doing this month. You've been quiet. Uh, I have been offline a lot, uh, inadvertently. Um, a lot more 
tinkering with my own stuff that I'm trying to work on, like writing stuff. Yeah. Um, I played some roguelikes. I played Void Scrappers and a little bit of Dome Keeper. Void Scrappers is the one you were telling me about that's like the, the more active vampire survivors. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, okay. Y- you play as a little spaceship. There's like nine guys, nine different ships. They have different, like, abilities. Now, are you... the ships different or are the pilots different? I mean, both. Okay. I wasn't sure. They have different ships and they have different abilities. The different okay. ships don't necessarily mean different things outside of their abilities, but they do look yeah. different. Okay. It's a little faster paced than Vampire Survivor. There's very little standing in one place watching things die. You gotta kind of keep moving, zipping around, dodging stuff. Yeah, but the part I like about Vampire Survivors is there will come to a point where I just stand still and watch shit die. (laughs) I mean, there are builds that let you do that in this game, but they are harder for me to, like, figure out how to get there. Sure. Uh, whereas in Vampire Survivor, most times, if I just have a good run, that's what a good run is. Um, but it's fun. There's um, Instead of like the way the upgrades work in Vampire Survivors, you get like you get, fight some enemies for a while, and then eventually a boss enemy will show up. And if you kill them and pick up the thing they drop, you'll get a weapon, which is a choice of three weapons. Yeah, And if you get three of the same thing, you get the ultimate version of that weapon, and then you can just keep collecting more of them. Um, And you can also pick up scrap from enemies that eventually fill that up, and you get a choice of three random upgrades. Some of them are... Like, every upgrade has a chance to be a one, two, or three, which is, like, double or triple the upgrade. So you can have, you know, get 10% uh, projectile damage. Or if you get really lucky, you might find a times three uh, projectile damage, which is like 25 or something. It's like whatever the third tier of that is, you just get it instantly. Um, There are also one-off upgrades that are really powerful. And those are things like... um, like, one of the weapon classes is an orbital, which is a big laser uh, saw blade that rotates around your sure. character. Uh, they come in three different ranges. And another tree of upgrades is dash effects, where, like, when you dash, you leave explosions. Or when you dash, you shoot lasers in four directions. Sure. And one of the one-off upgrades is dash effects apply to all orbitals as well. Which means that if you have a bunch oh. of lasers that shoot out when you dash, and you have a bunch of orbitals... And your orbitals will just... also laser. Yeah, you're covering the screen with lasers. And you combine that with something like... One of the trees is like... Lasers have a chance to spawn other lasers. Which turns them into like... The laser goes out, and then whatever direction it starts in... If it's like a rotating or a spinning laser... Um, It'll just grow a second laser off of the tip of that laser. And so you could get into these really weird, like, spidery-looking lasers that just blast out while you're, you know, shooting through all these guys. So that's pretty that's cool. cool. Um, you have three points of shield. And if you get hit with your shields down, you're done. Sure. There's one character who has no shield. And this is great. 
because there's one upgrade that you can get a bunch of that just gives you a huge damage boost if you have no shield. And there's also a one-off upgrade that says you always get at least double upgrades if you have no shield. Sure. So that's a great way to just get a wild build. But you can't get hit. You can't get hit. Do not get hit. You're done. Yeah. You have one shot, one kill, but you can get some real cool stuff going. I really like it. It sounds cool. It's much more uh, frantic and at times stressful than uh, Vampire Survivors. Sure. Um, dome Keeper is kind of cool. It's um, You have a dome. You All right. Dig- <laughs> you dig under the dome to find resources that to then carry back up to the dome and occasionally there will be a wave of enemies and you have to go up to the dome and man the laser that can swing over the arc of the dome to the to the two sides that enemies will come from and uh you have to keep coming back and forth and like digging further and further away from the dome and still being able to get back to the dome to fight the enemies and then use the resources to buy upgrades for the dome and for you. And the point is to find the artifact, which is somewhere under your dome. And Capital once you A find artifact. It, hmm? Capital A artifact. Yes. Uh, once you find it, you have to take it back to your dome, the same as if it was a resource, and it's a little heavier. Um, one of the mechanics is that multiple units of um resources will be heavier for you to carry on your little jetpack so there's an upgrade tree about like being able to carry more um once you get the artifact up to your dome you have one more wave and then at the end of the wave you do a big super attack with the artifact and then leave and you get that's your uh your completed run neat I had just unlocked the second character who, instead of having a jetpack, is seems to be just some sort of psychic who, like, drills... Yeah, they have, like, little orbs that help them drill into the dirt, and they can, like, shoot the orb, and it bounces back and forth, and each hit does damage to the, to the block of dirt to make it dig. Sure. But it's neat. It's not as fun to me as vamp- uh, Vampire Survivors or... Uh, I guess it's not a vampire survivors. It's just kind of a rogue. Yeah. Light. But um, that's fun. Uh, I've been playing Mars Warlogs also. I've gotten real deep into Mars Warlogs. Okay. Are you familiar with Mars Warlogs? I have no idea what you're talking about. Mars Warlogs is a Xbox 360 action RPG Oh boy. It has Mass Effect aspirations, but uh, it does not have Mass Effect budget. Um, I guess it's not necessarily Mass Effect, but I think it's, it is pulling from that. You're a guy named uh, Roy. Oh, it's Mars colon Warlogs. Yes, Mars Warlogs. Okay. Um... Developed by Spiders, which is the developer behind Greedfall and Steel Rising more recently. Okay. 
Um, the Technomancer you may have seen on sale constantly. No. Is, which is also in the same setting as Mars Warlocks. Okay. You're a guy. You have, like, um, the first arc is you break out of prison. It's on Mars. Um, basically, there's a war between two of the four water companies on Mars, because that is the governing body of the, the four different societies. Um, they don't have contact with Earth anymore, so they're sure. just running the show. Wait, they don't have um, contact with Earth anymore? No. Okay. It's not that far so, away, but sure. Well, there was this thing called the turmoil, and it something in the magnetic field of Mars <laughs> shifted, and they lost contact. There was contact. this thing called the problem. <laughs> it cut off contact with Earth, and it turned people into fallout ghouls. Oh, that's a shame. So, now Mars is a rough place to live. Um, there's these four nation-states that are all four water companies, and you are in a POW uh, prison. I don't know, a prisoner of war prison? Um, and you, br- you break out, basically. It's you are Roy, and your first party member is named Innocence Smith. Because everybody from one of these societies has a virtue name. Roy's virtue name is Temperance, although he doesn't use it. Okay. <laughs> Are you keeping up? I think so. Um, you do side quests along the way to breaking out. You have a reputation meter, which, according to everything I've been Googling, nobody really knows how it works, and it takes a <laughs> long time. For you to get to one extreme or the other. Sure. Um, And you have this little gun called a serum extractor. And the money of this world is serum, which is... I would never uh, have been able to guess. Well, you can get it by barter or by doing quests. Or every enemy you fight that's a person, you don't automatically kill. You knock them out despite whacking them in the head repeatedly with your makeshift like club yeah yeah video game rules Mm -hmm. um you have to choose to go over and hit the finish off button (laughs) and then he puts the extractor to them and like sucks out the i was gonna say does it just say suck them dry (laughs) and then you get five bucks out of it great (laughs) so um that's your like most um besides like picking nice dialogue options the most obvious way to influence your reputation meter is to uh kill everybody you fight and drain them of their electricity um and in your escape you get the technomancer glove and it's revealed oh roy was actually a technomancer in the past i didn't know that because i didn't uh because the the you know, you can't see the, the skill trees in the mm-hmm. in-universe. But from the beginning of the game, there's a third skill tree that's locked off called Technomancy that you can't put points into until you get the Technomancy glove. Anyway. Okay. I'm really deep into Mars Warlogs. It's yeah, you fun. are? It's, it's a little janky. Uh, the combat is a little frustrating at times. But I do like running around with a with a guy and getting into fights and putting electric electric magic stuff onto my weapon and then hitting people with it. It's neat. 
Uh, I'm glad you're having fun. I bought the sequel. Oh, okay. Are you done with the first one? No. Okay. But it was a dollar. Oh, well then, you're losing money if you don't buy it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just, like, instantly charmed by this weird, like... It looks very Gears of Warsy, very, like, 360 uh, brown sort of dusty look to everything. There is nothing that you love more than a kind of janky, like, version of a bigger budget game we've played. That's true, I think. I think that's true of of many things for you. I think you love janky mid tier stuff. Yeah, sure. I think that's I think that's accurate. Um, it's not so... saying it's a bad thing. You you just have this curious <laughs> mind about them that I never would. Yeah, I'm I'm invested in finding out more about the the Martian lore here. Nora's trying to find the most elite mids the world has to offer. They're out there. They're out there, and we have to find them. The things like, uh, looking at my shelf of games here, uh, Lair, maybe? I've owned Lair for years, and I've never played it. You've never played it? I don't think so. I just, the only thing I know is that it was the, I worked at Target, and it was like the game for the demo booth for the PlayStation 3 forever. Uh. Every time I ran across a PS3 demo kiosk, it was playing Infamous. Yeah, I think Raid was first, and then Infamous became the the demo kiosk game. But yeah, I've been just fascinated with this little game. Sure. I rambled too long about Mars Warlogs. <laughs> you but, you love you love it. It's Nora's favorite. It's my favorite game ever. Ever. That's not There's why no... I mean, it's your current fave. You're loving it. It's my my big favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the same part of me that led to me buying a copy of Geist for the GameCube, despite not owning a GameCube anymore. What? Geist for the GameCube? Why would you do that? Why don't because you want a GameCube? I... Well, I didn't live with Autumn when I bought Geist. Oh, okay. I was like, how's that possible? Forgetting that you and Autumn are not a, a one unit. <laughs> um, the reason I wanted to play Geist so much as a younger person... i almost kid, but like, you know. Yeah. Or tween. Um, was I looked at reviews and was like bummed that it seemed like it wasn't very good. I really wanted to play it because like PsyOps the Mindgate Conspiracy wasn't on the GameCube. So I couldn't play that. But Geist looked like the next best thing. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> PsyOps the Mindgate Conspiracy? PsyOps the, the Mindgate Conspiracy? That's correct. Yes. Sorry, I'm Googling. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, I've seen this guy before. Yeah. Yeah, I've for guy. sure seen this guy. He's in every video game. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, that's enough of that. Do you want to talk about the thing we're here to talk about? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, Fallout New Vegas.
to wrap up our coverage of Fallout New Vegas, which, um, the, the thing is, it took a while to play. It's not going to take a while to talk about, I don't think. Uh, no, the Fallout New Vegas are- DLC. Sorry, you you were saying? I was going to say, some of these DLCs are going to be like four sentences long, and then we're just going to kind of shrug. Uh, let's do these one by one. The first released DLC um, for uh, Fallout New Vegas was Dead Money. Um, it is a kind of a... I, I wouldn't call it survival horror, but I think it's trying to evoke that uh, expansion for this game. Um, when the expansion starts, you are taken away from the Mojave Wasteland. You have all of your items removed, except for, like, two things they give you. Um, and then you kind of have to scrounge around. Um, you have a bomb collar on, and you are forced to work with three other people who also have bomb collars on by fa- by Father Elijah, who was uh, mentioned in the main game by Veronica of the um, Brotherhood of Steel. Um, he is trying to get his hands on all of the technology that is stored in the, oh my god, what is this casino called? The Sierra Madre Casino. Um, because there is a fuck ton of gold in there, and also um, enough tech Secrets. where he could wipe out the world, basically. is and that's yes. kind of what he wants to do. If you recall, uh, the Brotherhood of Steel was at Helios 1, the power plant. Yes. And in the battle that they lost... Uh, it was because Father Elijah was the leader at the time before McNamara, and he was trying to activate the... What's it called? He, I think he was... Uh, Archimedes. Yes, Archimedes. He wanted to access the super weapon there. Yeah, he wanted to He wanted to blow out NCR, basically. He wanted to explode the NCR. Uh, now he has better ideas, uh, like, what if I just killed everyone? <laughs> <laughs> what if I was the king of the wasteland? Uh, this does not go well for him. It does not. This, I... Hmm. I didn't so like you this hated one. this. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, to your first point, the yes, this was intended to be a sort of survival... They're doing something horror. kind of weird that the game maybe is not built to support. So what we have is a an enclosed area with some residential areas and some commercial areas all of this is secluded and on the eve of some kind of event everything goes wrong and then over time this sort of air this sort of like city has started to decay yes and all of the people have become warped by plasmid i mean um the cloud and um, the cloud the cloud and uh have weird masks on yeah uh because this is very bioshocky <laughs> it's very bioshocky it's not well explained they just kind of go like here's the situation good luck <laughs> um yeah i ended up liking it a lot <sighs> question mark so If you would have asked me, so before, to be clear, before we replayed all of these, I fucking hated Dead Money. I think it just kind of works for me. So, the thing about these bomb collars on your neck. If you approach a speaker, or certain, or a radio, 
or even certain terminals, um, it will start beeping, and you have 15 seconds, maybe? Well, it's not any terminals. I thought he said terminals. You can use terminals to turn them off. No, it's just the um, little radio thing, and there's these little speakers on the wall. Is it like 15 seconds or so that you have to get out I, of range of one of these things? I didn't count. Um, or you will just die. You will blow up. They will blow you up. This um, becomes the core, uh, I guess, t- game design tool in the, like, the levels. Because yeah. you have to like enter a new area. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to spend like four or five deaths trying to find where the thing is to turn off. Uh, and then I can progress to the next room. <laughs> See, I just uh, I just kind of liked probing like, okay, well, if I walk over here, I'm fine. But if I walk over here, I'm not. So I'll just walk o- over here until I figure out where this thing is. I had a few deaths, but not nearly as many as you are saying happened. I had so which is I, fair. Like, it was an it was a little obnoxious at first. Once I like got through the police station and picked up Dog God, um, I was like, okay, now I kind of understand this mechanic. Uh, and it was kind of just a uh, a low level like mechanic to think about throughout the DLC. But then when you get to the casino itself, it just got too much. And when you get to the vault, especially. It was just the the run in the underground part is unpleasant. I will I will grant you this one. That part sucks. I died more in Sierra Madre than I did in Caesar's Camp. That's a lot of times. Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I'm replaying that night you were at Caesar's Camp <laughs> in my brain <laughs> and wondering how we got here. Um, and also, there was some weird bugs. I think every single one of these, except... No, every single one of these DLCs broke in some way for me. <laughs> so, what, what way well, did this well, break for you? Uh, it was Elijah who broke. What? What? Okay. A couple of times, he decided not to enter the room at the end to be a boss. Oh. He just decided not to enter the room. It took him a long time to get to me, I will say. But I think that's intentional. I was watching him, and he stood outside of the room and didn't move. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying the the game is perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's obnoxious, for sure. But, um... Yeah, I didn't enjoy that aspect of it. The survival aspect of gathering resources... Um, maybe to somebody with a more diverse set of skills in the video game, uh, would have an easier time. Somebody who maybe did, used weapons other than energy weapons, for uh-huh. example. Um, I the, started... uh, the melee weapons in that are pretty fucking good, so. Yeah, that knife, huh? The, the fire Yeah, the, knife? the, the cosmic knife. Um... I started, uh, like, by the end of all four DLCs, I was a master at every weapon you could be ex- a master at, except for guns. 
Yeah, the thing about this game is the DLC uh, gives the level cap to 50. Uh, that's a lot of skill points. It's a lot of skill points. I didn't make it to 50, but I didn't. You know, I was in the 40s. I think I probably made it to 50 the first time I played this game because that's just how games were. That's yeah. how. That's because I did, I couldn't afford another video game, so I had video game at home. Um. So we should uh, talk a little bit about your guys. Yeah. Uh. There is God slash Dog, a um super mutant who is experiencing the classic super mutant schizophrenia. Uh. Uh. Um. Nightkin. Nightkin. Sure, man. Uh, Is he a Nightkin? Yeah, he's blue. Okay, I couldn't remember. Sure, he's a Nightkin. Super mutants are green. Yes, I know, but they're like the same guy. Well, they're different. They have the (laughs) same... But they're not the same type of guy. Listen. They were just experimented differently. They're the same type of guy. (laughs) Anyway, this <laughs> anyway. guy has two personalities. That's his story. You can help him with it. Yeah, he's he's a first generation Nightkin from when the Master was around. Sure, from Fallout Two. From Fallout One. Uh, sure, yeah, yeah, that guy. One of the yeah. Fallouts. Yeah, um, you can switch between guys by playing different audio clips. A mechanic that I did not figure out for a long time. Oh um, yeah, I did yeah, not that's understand the whole thing. what it was asking of me. So I yeah, you just, get him you out just of the, do the thing. I couldn't get him out of the cage, and I didn't see the tape in my inventory because it's not in your inventory. No, it's uh, under it's, the right. Yeah, yeah, it's under data miscellaneous which is where your notes that you pick up go yeah a thing i've never bothered looking at before the dlc well that's on you now isn't it is it <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't know about this i it, i googled it a couple times trying to figure out how it works because i was like okay i'm i'm playing the radio why isn't it working and it's not the that's radio so it's funny a different thing um if you play, is it Elijah's voice? Yes. Uh, you get. Um, you get dog. You get dog. And dog is. He just does what uh, Elijah wants him to. He's he. Yeah. I think he's supposed to be uh, like um, developmentally disabled. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. He also eats a lot. Constantly. He eats he a lot ate. and he'll just eat anything. So he ate his bomb collar and that's why he has yeah. to do the stuff. God, on the other hand, you uh, get a, a voice clip of him saying dog back in the cage. Uh, and yeah. God comes out and he's like, mm, I see you figured out how to bring out me. And he's like, yeah, I'm cool and slightly evil. I'm very evil, actually. I'm lawful evil, whereas dog is chaotic evil. <laughs> is he chaotic evil? I mean, the ending I that I got so. for him certainly was. Oh, okay. Well, I helped them, and they just became one guy. I did not do that. I was not able to do that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, they, they were one guy at the end of my run. 
Uh, I thought I had figured out a different solution to that problem, which was uh, because the dialogue is all about finding a new voice to listen to. Uh huh. Um, so I was like, "Oh, let me play Vera Keys's voice for you." That's it. That's nothing. That's not a. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No. Um, you just have to have speech, and then you can tell him. You can help him. Like you tell him, and you go, "Hey, could you chill?" And he goes, "Oh God, you're so right. Let me let me fuse these two disparate parts of myself together to make one guy." I wasn't able to do that. I was only able to buy like. Taking a bunch of drugs and reading a magazine really quick, I was able to at least get him to eat God. But, sure. Um, I was not able to merge them. Yeah. The uh, there. Uh-huh. Dean Domino. Dean Domino. What a delightful piece of shit. I love this guy. <laughs> what an asshole. You love a dapper asshole. I do. I do. It's this is one of my favorite types of guy. Um, his whole story, um, he he ties into the original Sierra Madre. He's a ghoul. Um, he uh, the the story is he knew that the guy who built Sierra Madre, whose name I cannot remember, I don't know if you have it, Nora. Um, he was dearly in love with Vera Keys, who was the singer um, who was like deathly addicted to various drugs. Um, he builds the Sierra Madre Casino, um, which is a resort, and it basically comes with a town around it where she can live, um, and they would be safe from, from the nuclear war, basically. Um, there's a huge vault downstairs where they could have hid and all that, um, and the idea is that Dean Domino and Vera Keys had gotten together, and they were like, we're gonna rob this guy, uh, because he's in love with you. Um, and so they try to do that and it does not go well because then all the nuclear bombs happen. Yeah. Um, Frederick Sinclair, by the way, Frederick Sinclair, Sinclair also at the end realizes, dude, I wasn't that stupid. I knew you were trying to rob me. Uh, so I was just gonna, when you got into the vault, it was just going to lock itself forever, which is a very funny thing to do. Somebody who wants to rob you. (laughs) Um, I really liked Dean Domino and his shitty story where he's clearly the asshole and he is not sorry about it. Uh, and I just find him delightful. Yeah. Um, I have a... Hold on. Yes. I have a quote here. From Frederick Sinclair. There is a data file on the computer. And he's like, don't open this. If you open this, uh, it'll lock everything down, seal you in the vault. Um, Yep. This is from that file. It's at the top of Frederick Sinclair's page on the Fallout Wiki. The door has sealed. The elevator has left. Even Vera's voice will not unlock it. Know that on the night of the gala event, I shall raise my glass and whisper, Fortunato. (laughs) Ha ha. Stupid. <laughs> um, I love when a shitty guy gets owned. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he never gets locked in the vault because uh, he never makes it there. The the bombs happen before the gala event. Yes, you have to set off the pre-programmed gala event thing. To yeah, get to open the gates the into the Sierra Madre. Um, your last companion is 
named Christine. Yep, Knight Christine right? Royce of the Brotherhood of Steel. Um, she Steel. she has been hunting down Father Elijah to fucking murder that asshole uh, mm-hmm. for a very long time. Um, you find her in this uh, DLC newly mute because she was trapped inside of a medical bot. Um, you find out later that Dean Domino, I think, pushed her in there uh, and trapped her in there so that she would get the voice surgery to change her voice to Vera's. Yes. Um, because he is still trying to get into that fucking vault all this time later. Because gold, still a rich guy thing. So, you know, get that shit out of here. Mm-hmm. We're good to go. Um, I think, uh, she is an absolute delight. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, later on, she gets into another auto dock and gets her voice back. She's like, this sounds weird. Is this my voice? (laughs) I sound weird now. Do I sound different? I guess you wouldn't know, but, um, so real quick, when we say that she's been hunting Elijah, uh, you can find out that she and Elijah were at a place called the Big Empty. I really like how well Dead Money sets up the rest of the DLC. Uh, I don't know how much it has to do with Honest Hearts off the top of my head, but yes. It doesn't really. All of Sinclair's technology for the Sierra Madre comes from the Big Empty, um, and uh, Christine was hunting Elijah at the big empty with another courier. Uh, but that courier disappeared or something. Uh, yep. It's probably nothing to worry about. There is a little, um, these, these games have little challenges. Do 500 damage with X, Y, Z thing, kill X amount of guys, right? Like you get XP for completing challenges. Um, Mm -hmm. the one that just tickled me was find out where you're going next, uh, which there are like six little clues that drop during dead money that tell you about the next DLCs that are going to come out. I just thought that was delightful. I only noticed this come up in the last DLC when it was, uh, find out about yourself six times. Yeah, there was that, but you get in dead money, you get a bunch of that stuff. Um... Yeah, you go down into the vault, Father Elijah comes down with you, and you have kind of a boss fight. Um, Or, if you're a different type of character, you might rearrange your inventory enough to take two whole gold bars with you, turn invisible, and sneak the fuck out. I'll have you know I was very strong and pulled out like ten gold bars. That sounds great. I built a character who started the game with four strength, and by the end of the game, I was a strength build with seven strength. Yeah, I had ten strength. I was good. I was I was set to jet. I was easy. Um, I did not kill Elijah. Christine technically did get to kill Elijah because she hacked the turrets in the boss arena and made them kill him, and Queen. I left. Thank you. And then I got to use his cool energy sniper rifle in the next DLC. And then I put it in a trunk and stopped using it once I got a cooler weapon later. Yeah. Um, that's like the whole thing. Elijah is just kind of a boring techno fascist, I guess. Yeah. He doesn't even have the personal connection to the Sierra Madre that 
like the other characters Like everybody do. else does? Yeah, it's kind of a shame. Yeah. He's just a guy who wanted it. Um, well, he doesn't want it that badly. Sometimes he'll just no. look at it and not go in. Yeah. Uh, Christine uh, also uh, decides to stay there afterwards just to make sure nothing weird happens. Uh, somebody has to guard. The, there must always be a Lich King. Um, and then uh, Dog slash God just kind of bails uh, at the end, depending on how things went for you. He just kind of bailed for me. Um, and then oh, he I... Bailed. He bailed yeah. and became like a wandering terror, devouring whole communities. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do that for me. That sucks. <laughs> um, and I murdered Dean Domino. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Yeah. Why'd you do that? I don't know. I wanted a suit. <laughs> well, okay, also then. he's an asshole. After he, he told me asshole. about his whole his whole robbery plan, I'm like, man, that's really cool. Blah blah blah. Uh, he hung out. He stayed in the hotel and just lived in the luxury of it because he's still registered as like a a guest. A guest, yeah. Um, the hotel is like automated and will bring you stuff. So, uh, um, and then, oh yeah, eventually he left to go to the strip because that sounds like a cool place to him. Uh, it is. Um, the other thing about dead money um, is that if you have enough luck, um, you can run the machines in the casino. Um, and the special thing about the. Um, dead money add-on is that you can trade in packs of cigarettes for casino chips mm-hmm. um, or various items you'll find later for items you can get from vending machines. This breaks the entire economy of the game <laughs> <laughs> um, because there is a limit on how much you can gamble. Um, like every casino will eventually kick you out once you've won enough. But the thing about it is you don't have to translate that into caps this time. You can just pay like 10 uh, chips for a stim pack. When I left the Sierra Madre Casino, I had 600 stim packs in my inventory. Jesus. The I game was having... kind of trivial. I did not have that many stim packs. In fact, eventually, stim packs became a very valuable resource, uh, especially in the Divide. But um, they were 25 chips for me. They were probably 25. Had... I was just playing up a number. Okay. I didn't know if you had like barter skill that I didn't, but. Uh, I did um, at some point, but I don't think it works on the vending machines. Um, I remember... Um, yeah. It's really weird, though, because a lot of this DLC is about, like, what can we get away with inside of the Fallout engine? Uh, yeah. Which means that this isn't currency, because it's not caps. So you're not really technically buying things You are crafting them? things with yes. them. You which go to sucks. a crafting menu... So you buy one item at a time. Um, one type of item, at least, at a time. Um, and so there was a point in this DLC where I had, like, 30 stim packs. But yeah. um, every time I got up to a lot of stim packs, I would just run into an air... You know what? The suit that I had is why I ran out of stim packs. So we'll talk about that later. Oh, because it auto-used the stim packs? Yeah, it auto-used the yeah, stim packs. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, uh, anyway. Dead, dead money. That's it for dead money. I it's ended a- up kind of loving it. I don't know. I think it's really it's cool. Not, 
it's not the worst one, so. It is definitely not the worst one. The worst <laughs> one is Honest Hearts. Honest Hearts. <laughs> the second DLC pack release, May 17th, 2011. Oh my god, it's so racist. Oh my god. I don't understand how... How like, did this get past anyone? I understand it's 2011, but that's like... That's only 10 years ago. Holy shit, man. It's, it's not like it was less racist then. No. Um, I have so little to say about this one because I spent as little time here as is possible. Uh, I think the map also just generally sucks. This takes place it's in... Small. It's very small. This takes place in Utah's Zion National Park. Um, you take a caravan up there to help deliver some stuff to... I think they pronounce it, uh, New Canaan. Uh, no, they, no, I'm sorry, it's New Canaan. Yes, it's New I, Canaan. Yeah, it's New Canaan. Um, so I was like, you I were, didn't hear anybody say no, it that it's way, but New I Canaan. That they... I was trying to think of the weird way they said it, and that was the first weird way to say it that came to my brain. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, you go up there, you get trapped between a conflict between local tribes. It's ridiculously racist. Um, there's a guy up there named Joshua Graham who used to be pals with Caesar. Uh, but then got thrown into a pit. Prime dude. Yeah, it used to be his main guy, and then got mad at him. He got lit on fire and thrown into the Grand Canyon, but he lived. Um, and he so, looks like, uh, 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 Joaquin Mogren. He looks like if Two Face never took off the bandages. Um, the reason that he failed is because uh, that was the first battle of Hoover Dam. That season oh, and he win. lost. Yes, he he yes. lost the first battle of the Hoover Dam. So he was thrown. Yeah, he was thrown off the fucking Grand Canyon. Eat shit, idiot. Um, but then he found Jesus. And then he found Jesus. Uh, and now he runs guns with native tribes. Uh, and uh, in it's a mess. It's a mess. Okay, so here's the situation. I think it's incredible that they found a way to introduce a white savior to a tribe of white people. Well, so the as I understand it, it is a mixture in universe of actual native groups of the area who merged with tourists who were trapped here yeah. after the bombs fell. I know it's not so clean, but man. <laughs> No, I'm just saying it's stupid. <laughs> yes, it is very stupid. Um, so we you have telling me you can't the, find a way out of Utah. <laughs> there's the sorrows. Uh, there's the white legs, and there's the dead horses. The dead horses have come to Zion to help the um, sorrows, and Joshua Graham wants them to fight the white legs, who are trying to. Uh, swing their dicks around to join the Legion, basically. They're going to be like, look how cool we are. Look how good we are at killing. Please let us join the Legion. Please, please, please. Um, yeah. Not realizing that everyone who does this gets owned. Great um, cons. Enter yes. here. Yeah. Great great cons. The other one from later, uh, the Twisted Hairs. Um, uh, oh, is that the one Ulysses was talking about? Yeah. Sure. Um, Did not internalize any of that. The other guy, the other white guy here is... um, Daniel? Daniel. Daniel. (laughs) Daniel? (laughs) 
He has a last name, but it's not Graham. I was going to say Graham, but that's the, that's the <laughs> first guy still. Daniel wants to bounce with these these guys, uh, but Joshua Graham wants to fight off the White Legs. At no point are you able to interact with the White Legs except for killing them. You are not able to parlay with them. You are not able to talk to them. Um... Basically, you have to go get supplies and bring them to the Sorrows and then decide for them yeah, whether, whether they... or not they will fight or leave. Now, if you say, let's fight, what happens is Daniel says, no, we're not going to do that. Here's my seven point, very well articulated reason for why we shouldn't do that. Fade to black. Fade in. He's looking at you and you're at the start of the mission to fight them off. He says, yeah. okay, let's do it. Sure, I didn't pick that. I just said, let's get the fuck out of here. I picked it just because I didn't realize it was, like, the final option in the dialogue. It's uh, also, like, the third mission. If yes. you if you just follow the main quest, it's, like, three or four missions total. It's It's wild. You do, like, one loop of the area, and then it's like, okay, time to make a choice. Which is so bizarre, because you don't have to interact with anybody else. So I freeloaded and picked the option to run away instead of fight to the death. Yeah. Um, you still have to fight to the death anyway. You, you kind of still do. But when you load into the final mission, you have three other side objectives. They are missions that you can do. They're quests. Um, however, they're at different parts of the map. Yeah, you kind of got to wander all over. You are not allowed to fast travel during the no, night you are not. <laughs> that you are escaping. So you gotta trudge your ass all the way across the map again to, um... There's a, they're, they're desecrating one of the Sorrow's burial grounds. They're trapping one of the bridges or something. Yeah. And there's one other thing that they're yeah, there, doing. There's one that's a fight or something. Like, explicitly. Um, so I go around and I do all that stuff and I kill all of the white legs. I get to the end of it and we fight salt on wounds, who is the Mm -hmm. main bad guy. Um, and I take him out pretty quick because, um, you know, I've got the Gauss rifle from father Elijah, which is pretty good, but it's mm -hmm, the Gauss rifle. Um, but I've also got this plasma defender, the little uh, plasma handgun. So makes short. That thing's pretty him. tight. Uh, a long time later, I find out that you can, I guess, open a dialogue with him. But uh, Joshua Graham blasted his ass before I got anywhere close. So that was not an option <laughs> for me. Thanks, Josh. Um, and then. Uh, uh, at the end, Daniel's like, okay, did you help everyone? And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then he pauses for a second. He he uh, opens his mind to the psychic maelstrom. And he's like, you left them to die! Like, I fucking did all the quests. I did all the quests. I did everything you told me to do. Yeah, I don't but, know, that shit just worked for me. Uh, the game decided that I didn't do any of them. And so the ending I got was that uh, everyone was massacred and three generations of um, 
sorrows would die lamenting the loss of Zion uh, okay. as they've the handful of people that uh, managed to escape. So uh, that's my second weird <laughs> bug experience. Yep. Uh, I I simply evacuated Zion. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I did it. I did the quest. It told me I did the quest. The game said, no, you did not. Uh, anyway, the next one is called Old World Blues. You get a signal from a drive-in... Uh, and then you get, there's a, like a satellite that crashes into the ground. You investigate it, and then you get taken off to the big empty, uh, which which we have mentioned previously in this. Um, this uh, DLC is very goofy. Um, I, uh-huh. frankly, I think it's delightful. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> I had a wonderful time playing this one. What a bunch of, you meet five brains in a jar. Or f- excuse me, five brains and five jars, not one jar. Yes. Um. They are they are different guys, um. And they have these ugly robot bodies, um. And they are trying to figure out what to do about their problem because there is an evil brain on the other side of the canyon who is threatening to kill them, um, and destroy the big empty. I think whatever. Um. The thing that happens, you wake up and you're like, hey, weird, I'm in like a medical gown. Hey, weird, my hair's gone. Hey, why are all my organs missing? You find out (laughs) that they have taken your spine, your heart, and your brain (laughs) and replaced them with various other parts um, that give you permanent stat boosts. So they just upgrade you for you. So that's very nice of them. Well, they have things like... Uh, artificial spine gives you like a plus one strength. Yes. Um, and it also you know, makes you torso- like immune. Yeah, your torso can't be broken anymore. The yeah, same with your head. Same with your head, and then I think your limbs take less damage. And then the heart thing also makes it so your healing items just work better. And uh, poison doesn't affect you. Yes. And the head thing also confuses robots so that they crit. Yes. <laughs> so you get some crazy buffs immediately if you talk to the people. Um, but what they want you to do is they want you to go gather up some items that are around the big empty that they were working on because they were very smart scientists before the bombs fell. <laughs> they want you to go find these items because they can't do it themselves anymore so they can fight off. What is the bad guy's name? I can't remember. Dr. Mobius. Dr. Mobius. A really funny moment happened when um, I was listening to the Too Much Future episode about this, where uh, Mobius is one letter away from a character from... uh, Was it... um, Was it... uh, No, I can't find it by Googling. Morbius. Is it Plan 9... Or no, Forbidden Planet. Uh, uh, Doctor Morbius is a character there, but that episode was recorded a year ago, so they didn't know about Morbius. Oh no, as Morbius! A, like, a jokes. Cultural icon. Uh, so there was no comment on it. I just thought, uh, had a chuckle at that. Sure. Uh, Doctor Morbius has one broken monitor. So the the robots have three monitors. And they show two eyes and a mouth. Um, yes. He has one broken eye monitor. Yeah. 
and he's always ranting about sending his robo-scorpions, which uh, drain intelligence with every sting. And they're like, uh, have you is... tested that? And they're like, we're too scared to find out if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you could be like, hey, listen, I'm going to need a weapon if I go on this. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's this tiny uh, energy gun that shoots sound waves. Uh, you will need that eventually to unlock some doors later. Uh, and then you can be like, hey, do you have any Do you have any real other fucking weapons? weapons? <laughs> And they give you the K9000. <laughs> it's um, a gun that makes dog noises. Yeah, it barks. It barks at you. It, it, it has a dog brain in it. Yeah, it's got a brain in it, of course. And when you put it away, it goes... It gets very sad when you put it away. <laughs> we'll return to this note in just a moment. So, uh-huh. one of the things you do is you go and you get an antenna off of a thing which you'll need but also it's a huge melee weapon if that's your thing yeah one of the things you get is upgrading the sonic gun um and the last thing you get is like a stealth suit the stealth suit is one of my favorite things in fallout ever tell it's me it's a more. stealth suit that talks to you yes you very put loud. it on and it's like hello who can I hide you from today? <laughs> and it, it'll it say things like, we haven't seen any enemies for a while. Maybe the monsters have stealth suits too. <laughs> it's delightful. It's, uh, it's and when you And when you unequip it, she says sad things like, okay, I'll go away now. Yeah. Uh, and then you put her back on and she's like, will, will you love me if I help you hide? Yeah. She just wants some affection, you know? But you... Basically, this is the Portal DLC. Because you Yeah, go I guess through, kinda. Yeah, you go through a bunch of tests to get the different things you need. Um, and if you're like me, you run all of the tests as many times as you can and finish them. Not you don't do have that. to do that. I fully upgraded the suit. It gave me stat bonuses. It gave me all sorts of fun stuff. I'm not. A, I don't believe in stealth anymore. I don't. I'm just running around punching guys. It's fine. Well, I found a uh, protonic inverter axe. Yeah. There's the there's a proton axe, which is pretty good, but the protonic inverter axe is twice as good as that, and it's just a sick lightning axe that you can hit people with a million times a second, and uh, it just shreds everything, especially robots. It's pretty tight. Uh, it does like um, bonus damage to robots on hit too. So, yeah. Um, pretty cool. I had a wonderful time uh, in Old World Blues. Those jokes are really dumb, but they never pretend like they're anything except that, which I think is the best way to do that. I just think it's really fun. But they also don't like laugh at themselves making the joke, right? If that makes sense, it's like we're gonna they're, do. They're playing it straight, as- but they know it's stupid. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, they're not, like, ironic about it at all. No. Um, it was just really fun. Uh, the science scientist voice were all pretty fun. 
Uh, there's one of the test things is you have to go through a fake school as a uh, commie infiltrator to test whether yes. the robot dogs will detect you and hunt you, and they will. Um, and all of it is just one of the scientist guys working through all of his trauma from being bullied in high from school. From being bullied in high school, yeah. Uh, working through is maybe an uh, optimistic That really thing. oversells it, yeah. He's just kind of still mad about high school. As all you nerds get, are. You get to Dr. Mobius. He's like, oh, hello. How can I help you? Oh, did uh, you asking about the... Uh, the things I said on the radio, I don't remember. I was probably on Psycho. I was really like high on Psycho. On Psycho. <laughs> you Dude, you would not believe all of the drugs I could fit in this brain jar. You go into his bedroom and there's 40 Mentats boxes in there. I stocked it's up on Mentats. so funny. By the end of the game, uh, I think I was addicted to Mentats. I was addicted to something. That would make sense, given there. It is comical how many mentats are in that room. There, yes. there are dozens, just all over the floor. It's so good. You open a, you open like a cabinet, forty mentats. You, you open uh, the next room, mentats everywhere, and then you find like one psycho. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, oddly enough, I think I left the psycho. Why? Well, yeah. Why wouldn't? Yeah. Why? Why would you take it? <clears throat> Clearly um, leads to bad things. Um, you find out that Dr. Mobius actually um, has a reason he is doing this. He is trying to distract all of the scientists uh, who are the original uh, scientists from the Big Empty. Because um, they weren't big on ethics. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's been trying to keep them distracted and going in circles for the last 200 years. Which has been succeeding. Um, but without killing them. So he just kind of wants to keep them contained to the big empty. Unfortunately, you showing up and fucking everything up is ruining that. So you have to fix well, it. One of the enemy types in this DLC is lobotomites, which is people yes. that they have abducted from the wasteland and removed the organs from. Does yeah. that sound familiar? Um, but you were the first time that they succeeded at doing it in a way where the per- like, yeah, the person bodies- lived and they could install yeah. another brain and all that. So now they know that they could put their brains in a body. Yes, um, and you have so to prevent that because the the fence only prevents the robots from leaving, not the uh, humans from leaving, right? Or the humans right. can get out. Yeah, if you have a body and a brain, you can leave. Tough. Um, so Tough to have a body and a brain. Y- you go back and you kill the scientists and the DLC is over. That's not true. First, you have to convince your brain to come back with you. <laughs> That's true. You have to you go have talk to... to your own brain and be like, dude, we had so many good times. <laughs> and he's like, no, I was fucked up and poisoned constantly. Fuck you. Uh, I just thought it was very funny. Yeah. Um, it was fun. You can get into a infinitely looping dialogue tree that uh, is not intended. Yeah, again, you you did have that... Ha- I saw that happen to you, and I just don't understand why you are a lightning rod for all of the bugs this game has. <laughs> I didn't install any mods or anything. It just kind of worked. I didn't have this many issues in the main game. But this is just one that everybody knows about, so everybody yeah. knows just not to hit that option in yeah, the dialogue. Yeah, just don't use that option. Um, did you convince your brain to come back with you? I did, yes. I did as well. Did you keep your new spine and heart? No, I got the other 
hybrid versions, which I thought were better. Oh, okay. I just kept the stuff that I had. I got a plus two from my new spine, rather than the plus Oh, for your strength? Yeah. That's pretty nice. Um... So I traded the plus one I was getting for my power armor for the plus two from the new spine so that I could wear the cool stealth suit. Yeah. Um, and uh, you go back to the scientists and you're like, hey. Um, Sorry, well, guys, you got to die. <laughs> you got to die unless you have speech. And then you can say, uh, no, I'm Mobius. No, at that point, uh, I was pretty murder-happy. Yeah. I was pretty I mean, okay fuck, with murdering fuck these, these guys. guys. Yeah, fuck these guys. You took well, my brain they, out! The thing is, they took your brain out. And also, the the fluid that the brains are in is a deteriorative substance. Yeah. You, you might as You're well kind of doing them a favor at this point. It's yeah. been too long. Yeah. I didn't kill Mobius. Probably should have killed Mobius. But yeah, I left him there. Whatever. He's just doing his thing. He's high as shit. Yes, so true. Oh, to be a scientist constantly getting high in an empty lab, just doing whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> He's making robot scorpions. He invented Cazadors. And Night <laughs> and, Stalkers. Uh, and Night Stalkers, yeah. What a king. Um, but, again... Uh, this is you, easily uh, the best DLC. Oh, by a country mile. Yes. It's very fun... Uh, the other two, the the other three are a bit grim. Uh, yeah. Honest Hearts is not as grim, but it does have the burned man. Uh, it's uh, not as grim, but it is, like, horrific, so. Uh, the, the, uh, Joshua Graham is also a, uh, like, a cool OC from one, I think, Sawyer. Oh, really? I think that's true. Uh, also, I know Ulysses he... is, but we'll talk about that later. Well, we're going to talk about him in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, two seconds. <laughs> later, later is now. Unless you have and anything it... else to say about Old World Blues. Uh, no, not. I mean, also, there's the your home base with all of the stuff in it that all has voices if you unlock it. Oh, so the, the sink, yeah. The uh, the radio light switch the auto dock the toaster everything ha- can have a personality if you go find the tapes i did yes. not find the tapes i did not do this but i did use the lesbian perk to flirt with the light switch Ooh. Uh, nice so fun uh also one of the one of the scientist brains is like super horny um especially oh she just loves the, human uh, yeah she like she also like mentions having like vibrator batteries or something. Oh really? God. Yeah, she like has a vibrator. Um for her brain? She, I don't know. <laughs> but you can intentionally like exhibit biological functions like moving your body and stretching and breathing in front of her and she will give you depleted batteries because she's I guess getting off. It's a uh, weird little little note. Good for her. Yeah. Where's well, that? Where's that? Like recent drill tweet that's like the brain is the most erogenous organ. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the smallest balls with the biggest cum. That's right. Now it's time to talk about... Lonesome Road. Lonesome Road. Hey, you guys, why did you make the enemies hit so hard? Not a big fan of that. Um... I did not have much of a problem with the enemies in this area. Those death claws were beating the shit out of me. As long as I had five or six meters of space, I could kill any death claw at this point. Oh, I mean, sure, if you have space. I'm a melee guy. I was playing a melee (laughs) guy. There's no space, Nora. Oh, well, I beat the big death claw in melee. Um, Um, I think. Think I sh- I think I had enough guns to just shoot it to death with I forget what, I don't know it died anyway it died that's what matters Rar Rar dead well what I did with Rar was I walked into the room I took out I took off my weapons I went into Vats and I punched him a bunch and one of those punches paralyzed him for thirty seconds uh, because of my oh you have uh, the paralyzing palm. Yes, and then I stopped time, did every drug I had in my inventory, (laughs) (laughs) and then just started whacking him with this, uh, with this cool axe that I had, and that's where I got addicted to something. I don't remember what Nothing to lose. I think it might have been Buff Out or Psycho. Yeah. But it could have been Mentats. Who knows, Um, man. You popped Mentats to beat the shit out of a death claw? I don't remember. I don't remember taking (laughs) Mentats for that, but I could have. (laughs) I took so many drugs, dude. Uh, And then I just killed him. (laughs) Even I don't know how many drugs I'm on right now. Uh, This strategy comes to be an issue when we get to the final boss. Okay. Um, Anyway, Lonesome Road is uh, you are contacted by Ulysses, who is a former Legionary uh, and Mojave Express courier. Um, who uh, refused to deliver the platinum chip that you ended up delivering at the beginning of the base game. Um, He uh, has kind of been, he is the other courier that's been hinted at this whole time, who has a big thing in the past with you. Um, It's all very dumb and contrived. uh, And like, you have no say. Yeah, you have no say in what's going on. Um, I kind of like it just because I think the performance by the guy who's playing Ulysses is really good. I mean, I think that he's doing a very good job of delivering these lines. I, I don't, don't think, think they're great lines, but I enjoyed no, him. It's, it's a lot of shit like, back then, in this place, before what happened, yeah. I thought that this was a new nation drawing its first breath. Not like the bull, and not like the bear. And it's like, can you tell me what happened, and yeah, why, Yeah, can you just tell me how? what's going on? Uh, with the 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 conclusion you must come to is that you accidentally brought back something that activated a bunch of nuclear bombs in the divide. Um, the divide being, I don't think it's the Grand Canyon. I th- I don't know what the divide is specifically. It's some canyon somewhere um, that you can wander through. Um, there are thirty nuclear warheads for you to detonate using a detonator that you are given early on. There is a new manufactured ED. Um, and you can get Edie some upgrades while you are down there and learn um, the Edie backstory. Um, it is um, primarily about how your guy was the chosen special boy um, and how Ulysses took 
inspiration from that and is going to use all of the nukes that are still available in the divide to blow up everyone which doesn't make a lot of sense but that's where we are um so it seems to be maybe ashton nevada or something like that um is the is the location there uh, it was not a canyon before you blew it up. Oh, okay, sure, that makes sense. But essentially, um... <sighs> the backstory is you, the courier, were the person who made this become a place that had civilization in it. Well, this is this is the key, right? This is like uh, uh, the 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 fallout politic is on the sleeve here because what yeah. brought life to this community commerce right of course um and so you did this in the past don't worry about the fact that you didn't actually do this um and then you brought something from the enclave question mark that like turned on all the nukes but there are still nukes there are more nukes there are so many nukes in the divide bro you would not believe how many nukes are in here. Which, I guess it's Nevada, so that kind yeah. of makes sense. If but you're going like, to keep nukes anywhere, I thought may as well put them of, in the fucking desert. I thought that's where the nuclear waste went, not the nuclear warheads. We ran Whatever. out of room. It's, 20, it's 2071. What do you want? Anyway. I can't put these anywhere uh, else. He has all of these monologues about nations and they're bad yes because uh, a town got blown up and he didn't want it to get blown up and also the NCR and the Legion were going to fight over it yes because it was a cool town but then it got blown up but then it got blown up so they were done with that countries are bad but well part of it was it it connected the thing was nobody had really had a path from like the east side of the country to the west side of the country you having traversed this path so many times caused people to settle down here okay yes so it is it because the road is traveled people have settled down on the road but then I don't know why Ulysses hates the concept of nations, but also once he wanted this new place that became the divide, he said that it had a chance of becoming the new America, which yeah. is loaded. I, I suppose something good to be in this, in this character's perspective. Presumably. But then it got blown up, and now he hates the NCR and the Legion. He used to be in the Legion. Um, yeah. But, so he kept mocking me for helping the NCR with stuff. He did that to um, me too, but I didn't even side with the NCR. <laughs> it was weird. I did get NCR dialogue options, so maybe... I did too. Uh, I don't know. I think it just sees which one you have allied more with, and... It- sorts oh, you accordingly like the, the reputation yes i think it just takes your reputation and says well if you have more ncr then 
uh, than Caesar's, we're going to give you NCR dialogue options. I think well, that I think it's as simple as that. There's a little flaw in that logic. <laughs> One oh. of those factions is actively hostile to you from the start. <laughs> Caesar's? Uh, yeah. Right, but at the point in that game, they should have at least become neutral to you, and you can go meet with Caesar and become his buddy. Uh, it's not that anyway. hard to do. They di- they didn't like me. They are neutral uh, at the beginning of the game until you start killing them. Um, I feel like they the- don't gun you down when you get to Nipton. They just tell you to go tell everybody what you saw. No, but I feel like the next time I saw them, they did shoot me. I think you may have shot first because they don't. They generally don't. Hmm. I, I or mean, at least I don't think so. It's been it's been a long time. It's been it's been two whole months. I don't know. Anyway, that's not the point of this whole thing. Um, uh, Lonesome Road, pretty mid. It's pretty mid. Um, the I kind of like walking the path and all that. Like I I think the the space is built out well. Um, there's just not that much going on in it. There's a part where you have to like set off, like you have you detonate some warheads, and it's not like cataclysmic. There is one where you full on launch a nuke, um, and it like hits an area, and you can go there and investigate it, and it's and it's horrific, evil, uh, and scary. But there's a lot like of the, items there. The post game area. Uh, I get if that's what you want to call it. Sure, it's not. It happens before you go fight Ulysses, but you like oh, launch that, that nuke man. on the way in, and it's like, hey, if you want to go see where that landed, you can. It was over there, so you can just go walk over there. If if you nuke something at the end of the DLC, you can go to that place and get like some fight some tough enemies and get. Oh, some really? Stuff. That kind of bangs. Yeah, I just um, averted the the nuclear crisis. This is this makes it kind of funny to remember when people were complaining about nukes in Fallout seventy six though. Because you just blow up nukes willy-nilly to, like, make a path through this yeah. this ruin. Um, but, like, I didn't care for the fact that this was such a scripted thing. Um, I think it's fine. I, I'm not opposed to the idea. But, like, having three other DLCs of, like, here's, like, an area that you're going to go through a couple times from a different angles... Um, Going to this one, which is like a straight progression of like, just here's some levels that we designed. Yeah. There's no reason to turn around ever to go backward. There's no safe spot or like, there's no NPCs that aren't enemies. Um, There's no like town or anything in this DLC. You just get shops that are fully automated. Uh, And I thought that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer. There's there's nobody down here. There's nobody left. I guess that's kind of the point, but also like that doesn't make it interesting, right? Um, and we have another uh, nameless one, Darth Revan situation, where characters are very upset about things that you did before the game started. <laughs> yes, which is like okay, yeah, I didn't do that actually, but okay. I guess I'll go along with this. But also, your character doesn't remember it happening. Yeah, uh, the I think getting shot in the head maybe uh, interfered I with that. I guess that makes sense, yeah. 
That's the that's the thing, and they're like, "Damn, that hit in the head really got you, huh?" Anyway, I'm still mad at you, and we'll fight anyway. You I'm to the still death. mad at you. I have the American flag on my back. That makes me cool. It's kind of cool. I don't know. It's kind of tight. I kind of like. I it. wish. I wish we were back in the old days during the resource wars. <laughs> he does beat you up with a flagpole. It's very funny. Ugh. I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> his, his melee weapon is a big flagpole. I didn't see that weapon until after the DLC when you spawn in next to a Footlocker that has all of his gear. You could pick it up off him. Uh, oh wait, that, yeah, that's what I got it. I got yeah. it from him when he died. I didn't see him use it for reasons. Sure. Did um, you kill him before but, he fought you? No. Uh, I'll. I tr- I was trying to do the thing where I paralyze him and finish him off, right? I see. Okay. Unfortunately, he's got guys. He's got guys. I spent way more time fighting guys than I did sp- fighting him because I just, killed him almost instantly. He f- he f- limp noodle. He stood, and then he was walking very slowly forward while I was punching him repeatedly and hitting him with melee weapons with the the fist of Rar even. The fist of the um, North Rar. For you, that's that's I, if you I have the wacky DLC on. Yeah. That's what it's called. Really weird thing to like put behind that. It's just a better name. It's just a better name. Um, but then uh, I just hit him and hit him and hit him, and he barely took any damage, and he didn't really do anything. He just kind of like walked into a wall as I was trying to hit him. Um, and eventually he started healing because of his medical bot, but I was able to, um, at that point, like, suddenly he started taking more damage, though, too. I don't really understand what was happening, but, uh, I was able to out-damage the healing bot, uh, while he stood there and just took it and killed him, and then had to spend several minutes fighting off marked men. Is that what they're called? Marked men? Yeah, they're marked men. Um, they're ghouls who, because of the sandstorms of this area, have no skin, and so are constantly in pain. So, that's fun. Yeah, no um, good. Uh, I spent way more time fighting them and running around hitting switches. Um, the Ulysses basically didn't attack me. Uh, I don't really know what was up with that. <laughs> but Yeah, I kind of just killed him instantly. Um, yeah, ripped then... to that guy. Yeah, rip to that idiot. I I had so much dialogue with this guy. I was making so many arguments, and then it got to the end, and it had... There was just the, you know, the speech check that I couldn't do. Because there was the one phrase that would t- make him change his mind, uh, and I couldn't say that, so I killed him. Oh, um, I had full speech. I just didn't try to talk him out of it. <laughs> it was really funny, because I used all these bonus dialogues from, like... NCR faction yes, stuff. Yes, and you get, and like, like, XP for it. It's kind of neat. Yeah. But it ultimately doesn't change the conversation. No. Uh, he unlike just, he just some other background. things. Like, um, you know, when you use barter in the fight, in the conversation with um, Oliver at the end of the main game, that's an actual, like, path. That gets you to a new state. Uh, these are not alternate paths through the i guess they're alternate paths like they go in a different way than the other options but they lead back to the same 
uh, speech check. They are not substitutes in that yeah. way. Um, they put the dog from Fallout in it. Or not the dog from Fallout. The, the dog from Futurama. The the one where he turns into that fossil. I, they I put him in. Futurama. You haven't seen Futurama? Okay. There's an episode where the dog waits for Fry, but he waits for so long he turns into a fossil. Um, they put that in the Wild Wasteland thing. You could pick him up. You could get a dog. I... Um, I nuked the Legion. Yeah, I probably could have done that. I was just like, eh, I already killed all of them. <laughs> so there's not much point to nuke in the place. Yeah, but I wanted to. That's that's fair. Listen, I don't I don't judge you one bit. If I had a choice between thousands of Legion troops and one cute robot, who gets to live? Mm, gonna choose the cute robot. I wanna, I'm gonna choose the cute robot. That is so true. But, um, but I was just like, I got Edie at home, man. This, <laughs> this, is, this is just a, this is a fake Edie. And also, um, it uploads itself to the other one. In the in the ending. Yes, least. you get yeah you you it just like transports some memories out there. It's fine. Uh, it also transfers any items it's holding into your pockets. Cool. <laughs> I ended it, I ended every DLC over encumbered because every DLC you come back to the main game and you have all your other stuff plus the new stuff you got and I was just like dealing with carry weight the whole time. So the auto dock in the sink, I used it to get new traits because I didn't use any traits at character creation. Um, I picked picked up the one that's like you get extra carrying capacity but also you get stat uh, penalties if you ever drop below 160 pounds and I'm like I'm never dropping below 160 pounds as it is I've got 12 rocket launchers in my pocket um anyway uh Fallout New Vegas Lonesome Road is very important uh because it did give us the um perk ain't like that now uh which is key in many dumb internet posts I'm not familiar but if you have evil karma at level 50 and you pick that perk it resets you to neutral uh and it the image is just with a little hat and you swap your hats out uh it's it's cute it's funny yeah i don't have a lot to say about this more than i've already said no uh it's it's weird um any attempt to sort of define a player character in this kind of game is weird on its own Especially when right. you end up with this kind of like half with no measure. player input, yeah. Um, at least, like, honestly, this would work a little bit better in Mass Effect because in Mass Effect or something like that, you specifically choose options about where right. your character came from, and that would be interesting in a way that this doesn't let itself do because it doesn't want to intrude on your character. But already, like the but main, but it's already done so DLC, by yes, yeah. The whole conceit intrudes on my character and, like, the role-playing I was doing in my head. So, yep. you know. Um, it really seems like the DLCs are not the same character because your dialogue options have way more... Uh, there's more oomph on it. Yeah, there's there's a little more on there uh, in a way that the dialogue in the main game doesn't have. But, um, yeah, I was going to mention Ulysses, uh, the, the sort of urban legend around Ulysses is that Chris Avalon uh, wrote so much 
dialogue for Ulysses that he had to be cut for space on the disc. And so he became a DLC guy. Yeah. He was going to be the pro-Legion companion in the game that eventually... Interesting. uh, They just didn't carry that concept into the game. Smart. (laughs) 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 I think maybe the game is better for not having the evil racist in it. Maybe Chris Avalon is the guy at Disney who keeps making all of the Imperials black people. Who could say? Who could say? Um, anyway, that's the DLCs. That's the DLCs. Uh, we did it. All right, let's rank them. What's the worst one? Uh, Honest Hearts. What's the second worst one? Lonesome Road? And then Dead Money and then Old World Blues? I think I can accept this. Even though you hated Dead Money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, This game is helped tremendously by me playing it when I was like 20 years old. So. Yeah, sure. That th- there, There is a part of me I cannot cut away that just is uh, enamored with Fallout New Vegas. So um, I think a lot of this landing has a lot to do with that for me. Um, in a way that you do not have those memories, so. That's true. I have a memory of the first time I tried to play New Vegas was 2019, uh, and I was uh, frustrated with the walk speed and turned off the game. It's pretty slow. Yeah. I got I'll, used grant, to I'll it. grant you that. Um, we have one email. Email? Email. What what email address was it sent to? <clears throat> it was sent to journalupdated at gmail.com. Emrys writes in and says, Happy New Year, Molly and Nora. I hope you like some of the DLCs. Since it's the end of the year, I skipped New Vegas. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just ask, best and worst games covered by Journal Updated in 2022. All right. Let me pull up the list. Yeah, let's let's get the list. We got we to gotta check it out real quick. I'm just looking at our list of episodes. Uh, best one we played this year, Sekiro. Number one with a fucking bullet. <laughs> Do not talk to me about this. Uh, what's the list? I can't see the list. Um, I am looking at just the um, released episodes <laughs> of our podcast. Uh, we started off this year with Portal, and then we have Dragon Age Origins, Sleeping Dogs, Marathon, um, Dragon Age 2, Prey, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 1 and 2, Inquisition, Hypnospace Outlaw, Sekiro, Dead Space, and Fallout New Vegas. Damn. I did not realize... I, did, I had forgotten that Portal was this year. We had to play 12 games this year. We played 13. Well, uh, no, we played 12. No, because we played... Portal, technically, that episode came out in 2022, but that was our last um, like game played in 2021. My it's point weird was like that. that was that we only played New Vegas, but we played two Star Wars, so it balanced out. Oh, okay, sure. You d- Those were... I'm torn here, because Sekiro's the best game we played for this show. I'm... That's... It's the best game we'll ever play for this show. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think, uh, until I'm proven wrong, that will remain true for me. I have to play other video games to find out. Um, however, I think the worst game we played this year was... Pr- it's either The Force Unleashed 1 or Dragon Age Origins, and I think it's probably Dragon Age Origins. 
but I Dragon Age already. but but the Force Unleashed one was really bad. I made this list already, but I can't find it because it's on my locked account. I think oh. I put the worst game at um, Dragon Age Origins, and then the second worst I believe was Marathon. The thing is, Dragon Age Origins is one of the worst games I've ever played. Yes. Just full stop. Not even this year. Just ever. It's dog shit. It's terrible. Um, somewhere. I mean, I love Hypnospace Outlaw. I like Dead Space a lot. Um, I liked Dragon Age Inquisition uh, so much more than it should ever have gotten out of me. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I had a good time with Prey. I'm not gonna say it's like amazing, but I had a good time. Yeah, it's it's um. This year we did okay. Prey was pleasantly mid, I guess, in retrospect. <laughs> Elite mids. I thought it was kind of dumb. But, it is, no, it's um, really dumb. But it's fine. You know. Uh, when it comes to... Uh, you're playing a video game, idiot. It's like, that's never really going to hit for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's kind of a little bit of what Lonesome Road is doing. A little bit. Because he's like, you could have t- stopped. You came down this road. Yeah, he you does. The video he game. does hit you with uh, you enjoy all the killing, don't you? <laughs> but the Fallout um, version, where it's like you enjoyed coming down this road, didn't you? I think Sekiro probably top of the list for me. Inquisition definitely up there, and New Vegas also pretty close to the top. One day um, you should finish Sekiro. I made progress, kind of. Since the episode? Wait, no, that was before we recorded. Yeah, no. Never mind. <laughs> I, look, I beat the ape. I beat Monkey, so I, I, my personal quest is vanquished. Yeah, sure. You should finish that game one day. Maybe this is someday. this is going to be... Jackson hasn't played Bayonetta 2. Nora hasn't played Sekiro. It's fine. There are many video games out There's there. There's many video games out there. We don't have to I do wouldn't this. even venture so far as to say there are many video games as good as Sekiro. We gotta find them. I don't know them yet, there's, but we gotta find them. There's thousands of games out there. I, I know. Would you say that Sekiro is better than Final Fantasy XV? Absolutely. 1,000%. I thought I was gonna get you with that You one. thought you were gonna get me? No. <laughs> No. Final Fantasy XV is good as fuck, though. So I've heard. Haters, haters, exit. This is Final Final Fantasy XV. Enjoy your zone. Only. I, my my only complaint about Final Fantasy XV, as somebody who hasn't played it, is that um, I miss when it was called Versus Thirteen. <laughs> sure, man. Versus Thirteen was a cool title. Um, and I based a whole uh, teenage OC around the the versus thirteen trailers. So well, there you go. You know, yeah. Um, next month, Pentiment. It we have not escaped. Uh, we, have, we have not escaped Obsidian's grasp quite yet. Yes, um, we're doing Pentiment. I've heard such interesting things about this one. I've heard nothing but good. Nobody has a bad thing to say about Pentiment, so I'm excited. No, but um, 
it's not the sort of like hype that I see with games usually. No, no. It's everyone who's into it is like, wow, they made this for me specifically. This is my hole. Right. Yeah. It, it just it just hit on a level where everybody loves it, and that's great. But it it didn't seem to be like a popular hit necessarily. It's on Game Pass. I don't know. It's hard to judge. Yeah. Uh, and what are we playing the month after that? Uh, you tell me because I don't know what year it came out, so I can't. It's Prince. It's one of the Prince of Persia. We are playing Prince of Persia for the Super yeah. Nintendo. Yes. Uh, which is, I believe. No, hold on. Super. Okay, see ports. Uh, nineteen ninety-two. Ninety-two. What system is it on? Uh, the version we're playing is on the Super Nintendo. Okay. You might also pl- find it on the uh, PC-98, MS-DOS, Amiga, Atari ST, Sharp X68000, Amstrad CPC, Sam Coop, TurboGrafx-16, Game Boy, FM Towns, Master System, SNES, Sega CD, NES, Macintosh, Game Gear, Genesis, Game Boy Color, Mobile, Xbox 360, right. PlayStation yep. 3, BlackBerry, iOS, iOS, Nintendo 3DS, uh, Wii, Android, and the original Apple II. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We picked that version. I picked that version. uh, This is a certified Nora pick. Yeah, I I poked at this game as a as a kid on my emulator, and I never got far into it. And so after we finish Pentiment, we will be learning about Prince of Persia. And then I don't know what after that. We'll have to find out what video games are. Maybe we'll play Mars Warlocks. Probably not. You're already playing Mars Warlogs. I don't know that you would get much out of Mars Warlogs. I probably wouldn't. But maybe we'll play the second one. No, probably not. It's a dollar, though. Consider that. Yeah, well. I don't care. (laughs) You know. I think this was the pod. This was the pod. I said up top that this is the pod. I think I talked over you, though. I think you might have. Um. That's it. That's it. Uh, you want to do plugs? Yeah. Do you want to go first, or should I go first? Oh, I'll go first. Uh, okay. Uh, you can find me everywhere at your friend Wally the Y E R. Um, I still use Twitter, but I'm also trying to use co-host a lot. So, um, get a co-host account. Cool website from cool people that I know. Um, you can also. Um, listen to Idol on Playtest, uh, Totally Your Prize. We're going to start watching Columbo here soon. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, I'm, I'm still delighted because the series name we have chosen for the season is My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Show. So <laughs> I, I just think that's fun to say. Um, and that's, that's pretty much everywhere you can find me. Um, Nora, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at NeitherNora. You can find me on co-host at Ashworm. Ash with an E, Worm with a Y. Find stuff I've done at NoraBlake.online. You can find me on the Export Audio Podcast Network at ExportAud.io. Yeah. Where I am launching a new podcast that will go up less than two weeks after this does it'll be out on the so this is not pardon my franchise this is a different podcast you're starting 
That's correct. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, with Jackson. This is the, the fabled Nora Jackson podcast. The fabled podcast uh, called Anomalous Readings, where we will be reading science fiction novels. Fun. Uh, just, you know, whichever ones we feel like. Um, I've just gotten the art back from Buchanan, and it is pretty sick. Buchanan the best. That's so true. Um, you mentioned part of my franchise. That's the show that I do with Autumn at Export Audio, where we watch uh, movie franchises that are long or convoluted or just weird. Um, we just finished our first season on the Romero-directed Of the Dead films. Yeah. Uh, the, we took a week off and then we're gonna come back with robocop which will be a shorter season because there's only four of them yeah there's not that much stuff um we've got are you gonna do fast and furious at some point no there's a lot of those i don't think that counts because it's too like the it's new ones mainstream. are still mainstream. Yeah. The point of this one is more like you find one in the D- the DVD. Because you're like, why are like... there eight Tremors movies? Exactly. There's seven. Yeah. Wait, oh, I just eight? took I just took a guess. I don't know if I if I crushed it. There's seven. Fuck. Because there's the first four, and then there's a big gap, and then they made three modern ones. Okay. Um, regardless, they have the same character in all of them. Um, but yeah, it's the, it's that like obscure super sequel. Like the fact that there are five Scorpion King movies, which itself was a spinoff of the mummy. Yeah. Uh, which has a bunch of movies in it. Anyway, uh, after we watch Robocop, I believe we're going to do Highlander. No, we're in for a trip on that one. Yeah. Um, and as always, you should also support Abnormal Mapping. Yes, that's where we're network. hosted. Yeah, they have us on there. Um, at patreon.com slash abnormal mapping to give them some money. Um, they're usually uh, we talk about blockbusters. I'm going to be on a blockbuster soon uh, about what? a film. Am I allowed to say that? I think I'm allowed to say that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know the rules. It's not my podcast. Whatever. I said it. Whatever. Damn. That's only $5 a month. It's only 5 bucks a month. Great podcast. And you'll have and like 20 point, of them to listen to. You might as well do the $10 a month to listen and to get VoIP Live. I was on. Nora was on VoIP Live recently. Yeah. I plan to be on M and Jackson's podcast all year. Yeah, sure. Because I'll be I'm on, on anytime they want me. Yep. Um, that's that's the podcast. That's the pod. Uh, journal updated. Gmail.com. Send us stuff. Send um, us stuff. And we will be back next month to talk about Pentiment. Yeah. Um, I think this journal is updated. I'm this not journal's sure. fucking updated. Yeah. Okay. I, I, can, yeah. I can verify. It's updated. It says right there, updated. Okay, cool. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>
Yes, I've got heartaches by the number, troubles by the score. Every day you love me less, each day I love you more. Yes, I've got heartaches by the number, a love that I can't win. But the day that I stop counting, that's the day my world will end. Yes, I've got heartaches by the number, troubles by the score. Every day you love me less, each day I love you more. Yes, I've got heartaches by the number, a love that I can't win. But the day that I stop counting, that's the day my. 